So the bulletin of the atomic scientists, who doesn't love the bulletin of the atomic scientists, announced that it is keeping the minute hand of the doomsday clock at 100 seconds to midnight. Well, I mean, okay, that's good, right? Sure it is. Now, the bulletin said earlier this year that COVID-19, they may have even said it last year, and I keep forgetting that we are, this was just the beginning of 2021. So they said in 2020 that COVID-19 will not obliterate humanity. I mean, okay, if the bulletin of atomic scientists says that COVID-19 is not going to obliterate humanity, I'm good with that, I think. Right? Right. However, the bulletin of atomic scientists did say that the pandemic serves as a historic wake-up call. Oh. So, we still have the good news of the doomsday clock remaining at only 100 seconds to midnight. Yay! Yay! <sighs> Welcome to Chewing the Fat. Okay, just something that's been bugging me for, uh, well, since yesterday afternoon, as a matter of fact. <laughs> Warner Brothers has revealed a same-day premieres trailer for their 2021 releases, which included footage of Dune and the Suicide Squad and King Richard and the Space Jam, the remake with LeBron James, and some others, along with the Sopranos prequel, The Many Saints of Newark. And in that promo, they show Tony Soprano, which is, you know, the young Tony Soprano. And he's played by James Gandolfini's son, Michael. In the trailer, they call him Antonio Soprano. Okay, so that, re- that really bugged me because it was Anthony Soprano. His name was Anthony Soprano. I watched the series, The Sopranos. It was Tony. It was Anthony. In fact, they even say in the lineup what his name is. Anthony John Soprano Sr. In fact, his boy, A.J. Soprano. Right? Anthony John Soprano Jr. I mean, that's just the way it is. So why? Why? Must I hear in a promo for the prequel, Antonio? I don't get it. I better be explained. I hope it's not a screw up, but it better be explained. I'll tell you that. I know (laughs) it's a little thing to be bugging me, but it just bugged the heck out of me. It's not Antonio Soprano. It just isn't. Stop trying to stop trying to rename the, the past. Don't do it. Don't do it. Okay, good news has been uh, announced that uh, 
YouTube has extended the Trump ban. <laughs> yeah, I know. Good, right? And this time there's no end date. So it's been extended uh, for um, uh, until uh, was was started out until January 19th and then they extended it for a week and now there's no date announced as to the end date. But it's been disabled indefinitely. And in light of concerns about the ongoing potential for violence, uh, the channel's going to remain suspended. <laughs> I mean, look, you and I both know that YouTube's teams are staying vigilant and closely monitoring for any new developments, but this, this, this just can't be. We can't have him be able to send stuff out on YouTube. That, that, just, that just can't happen. Um, <laughs> look, it's been done to other channels too, so the over-safety concerns. And that's just, you know, the way it goes if you're going to, you know, violate platform policies. Now, Facebook has no plans to lift its indefinite ban on Donald Trump either. (laughs) Ah, good. And according to the COO, Sheryl Sandberg, uh, the president, who he's not the president anymore is not above the policies we have of course not Uh, of course not and so it's the ban is indefinite (laughs) okay and the good thing is is that the suspension on twitter is permanent so we don't want to hear from this guy at all now more good news from youtube is that while they're not banning the videos yet they are stripping another company uh, epic times i think it's epic times right e-p-o-c-h times i keep wanting to call it in my head epoch times uh epic times ability to monetize their video content we don't want any companies that are conservative leaning from earning money off of its videos (laughs) no 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 that cannot happen okay You've got to comply with community guidelines. And that's just the way it is. And we want advertiser-friendly guidelines. And channels that repeatedly violate these policies are suspended from our partner program. And that's what's happening to them. So that's good news there, too. And uh, more good news coming from Facebook. Uh, Mike Rowe, uh, his show, Returning the Favor... Uh, that's going to be canceled. Facebook doesn't want to. Facebook doesn't want to pay for that show anymore, and I don't blame them. <laughs> I mean, it's a Facebook Watch series, and Roe travels all across the country, and they spend a bunch of money, and you know, it's just we can't have we can't pay for a show like that. Doing good things for people around the country. <laughs> Not from Facebook. Are you out of your mind? No, that can't happen. I mean, the show. Here's this is how bad the show was. Okay, he profiled individuals. Uh, other people work behind the scenes to do something generous for these people. So other people were doing nice things for people, and then Mike would come and profile them about the nice things they were doing. But they often could use financial hand or a revamp of a store or extra supplies to help them keep going. So at the end of each episode, a reveal takes place where the nice things 
that were done for these other people who were doing nice things happened. And it was just a happy ending to all these shows. And we can't. <laughs> you can well understand why Facebook couldn't couldn't afford to pay for a show like that anymore. <laughs> right? They only make so much money. And so there's no way that they could pay Mike and pay for these shows and travel around the country and do good things for people? <laughs> what are you, out of your mind? So don't you even think about violating policies from Facebook or Twitter or YouTube or Google because they have company policies that will shut you down if you say something they don't like. Okay? Okay. We clear about that? Good. Oh, yeah. And I forgot. I know we talked a little bit about the bulletin of the atomic scientists that kept the doomsday clock at 100 seconds to midnight, which was, you know, good news, right? But I forgot to tell you about the DHS that uh, they went ahead and used the alert system for the first time. <laughs> that's good. Yeah, I mean, that was the first time in a year to warn of domestic terrorism threats. I know. I know. Now, the federal system is designed to warn all Americans about terrorist threats to the U.S. homeland. The Department of Homeland Security issued a warning that anger fueled by false narratives, especially unfounded claims about the 2020 presidential election, could lead to some inside the country to launch attacks in the coming weeks. Huh. Huh. But they didn't have this information, I guess, on the 6th? I'm not sure how that worked. Anyway, information suggests that some ideologically motivated violent extremists with objections to the exercise of governmental authority and the presidential transition as well as other perceived grievances fueled by false narratives could continue to mobilize to incite or commit violence oh okay well that's good right right i mean look the last time they used the system was a public warrant a year ago where they uh, told us the potential retaliation by Iran uh, for the U.S. assassination of their uh, Hassam Soleimani. Uh, so that's it, though. You know, and then they issued the bulletin about ISIS and Al-Qaeda. But now it's, you know, against violent extremists here in the U.S., against the false narratives and the unfounded claims about the 2020 presidential election. Are we still worried about that? I mean, the transition has taken place and we've left soldiers in D.C. to guard our leaders because of the false narratives and the unfounded claims and the people who are ideologically ideologically I say that word right motivated uh violent extremists uh with the objections so i mean we should be good is there a reason we shouldn't be i just asking a question 
just wondering what you know that we don't. And I will say this, um, please, if you think what we appear to have lost after the siege on the Capitol um, was amazing, incredible, unbelievable. <laughs> if something else happens, anything anything perceived happens because of the ideologically motivated violent extremists of the fueled by false narrative people, people who especially have unfounded claims about the 2020 presidential election. <laughs> if anything happens because of people perceived to be involved in that, uh, if you think we're doomed now, oof, we could be, oof, we could be, oof. you can quote me on that. Oof. Okay, let's uh, let's move to ah, let's move to a nicer place, Europe. Okay, <laughs> yeah, let's move over to a nicer place where you want to visit and go. And and I love Europe. So just because the Netherlands uh, is on the brink of civil war, <laughs> don't worry about it. It's because their rioters are striking all over because of the. A little COVID curfew. So, big deal. It's still a nicer place. It's a place to be better than the United States of America. Right? <laughs> right. In Denmark, sure, demonstrators hurling rocks and fireworks at police. People being arrested, marching, chanting, we've had enough. So, it's better than the U.S. Right? <laughs> right. So, uh, so people in Spain are demonstrating uh, protesting, prompting police to issue all kinds of citations. And they have signs, uh, these protesters, we want to breathe and COVID-1984. But it's still a nicer place. Duh, it's Europe. I mean, look, France has just passed new law protecting cow poop, duck quacks. Yeah as sensory heritage so tell me again how it's not a nicer place that's what i thought <laughs> you can't okay and actually as a side note i actually kind of agree with this new law it's sad that it has to be a law um and i don't know that it really does but uh it's kind of weird how it happened so they uh i guess because people were complaining all these french Urbanites, these bastard wealthy French urbanites were coming out to the countryside on holiday and uh, fresh cow poop and roosters <laughs> yapping in the morning and, uh, you know, bugs, cicadas in the trees and ducks quacking. They were all trying to get rid of them, right? I mean, they were suing some local residents for noisy animals. Some people uh, got sued because their ducks were quacking too loudly. One uh, mayor of a small town um, wanted to kill the cicadas with insecticide because they were too noisy. 
So all of these examples sided with the farmers. I mean, the courts were like, um, no. <laughs> uh, that's what the country is. I'm sorry. Rural life is. So then now they've passed the new law. Um, they don't want to, they don't want anything to happen about this. So I guess there was a, a rooster that died and they are blaming it on somebody. They think it wasn't an accident that uh, it happened. So uh, now they can breathe easier. Okay. They've got the new law and everything is fine. You understand me? Everything is fine. Sensory heritage. These animals can be fine and you can't do anything about it. Just uh, zip it. Okay. Plus, if you move to the country, that's what you move to the country for. You want to be able to, oh, smell that cow poop in the air. Man, I was raised in dairy country. <laughs> I was raised uh, in dairy country in Michigan. And uh, there's nothing, nothing like the smell of cow poop in the summertime, man. Dairy cows. Oh, man. And uh, playing in cow poop. No, I know. Don't look at me like that. Yeah. Don't look at me like that. I can still remember. <laughs> I should not tell this story. But I can still remember as a little kid, uh, we got into a big cow poop fight uh, across the other side of the field from, from our house. And I can remember walking home across through the cornfield and, uh, you know, just dropping off big hunks of cop. <laughs> and I can remember coming out of the cornfield and my mother seeing me out of the kitchen window and she came outside. There was not a chance I was coming any farther, any closer to the house, man. Clothes off. Uh, the hose was hooked up to the side of the house and I was hosed off in the yard, man. And then in for a bath. Yeah, there was no, <laughs> there was no ifs, ands, or buts about it, man. It was not happy that Jeff was in the middle of a cow poop fight. But, I mean, it was fun. Come on now. You're in the middle of a cow field? You're throwing cow poop at each other? Now oh, that's fun. Anyway, that's what the countryside is. You're supposed to have those smells and those sounds. That's what you move out there for. You bastard wealthy urbanites coming into the countryside and trying to ruin what makes it good. Right? <laughs> right. Exactly. And then we've got the guy who is turning himself, I guess he has actually actually done it now, turned himself into black alien. Oof. This guy, I mean, you want to talk about a good look? Not a lot of people can pull this look off, but he does. Um... He's a 32-year-old Frenchman who wants to... He wanted to be the black alien. So he got his nose removed in Spain where, of course, it's legal to do so. I don't know. I don't know. And I'm sorry to say, I, and I, I'm not going to look it up because I... Well, maybe I will. But I want to know, you know, it's legal in Spain to have your nose removed. Are there other places in the world where you can have your nose removed legally? 
All right, now I've got to find out. Okay, so I don't know if you can get it done anywhere else. Maybe Brazil, you can get it done legally. Probably not here in the U.S. Uh, for plastic surgery. But rhinotomy uh, is mutation, usually amputation of the nose. And it was means of a judicial punishment throughout the world, particularly for sexual transgressions. But in the case of adultery, often applied only to women. Wow, you adultery, you get your nose cut off? Holy cow. Most known cases of self-inflicted rhinotomy. This, of course, is t- through the expertise of Wikipedia. Uh, self-inflicted rhinotomy concerned nuns who mutilated their noses in hopes of avoiding rape. The nuns at the monastery in Marcel. Marseille, St. Cry Monastery in Marseille in the ninth century were spared rape because they did this, but uh, they were spared rape, but then they were all killed. <laughs> and then another nunnery did the same thing and they were all killed. Why are you cutting your nose off? You're cutting your nose off to spite your face. Oh, <gasps> my gosh. That's where it came from. So anyway, uh, good luck. If you want your nose, if you want to write out, <laughs> you can find a place, right? You can go to Spain, probably Brazil. I wouldn't be surprised if you get it done in Brazil, but you can get it done. Okay, so anyway, uh, my man here, Anthony Laferredo, 32-year-old Frenchman, who got his nose removed in Spain, also had his upper lip cut off and covered his entire body, including his eyeballs, in tattoos as part of his at the black alien project on Instagram. I may have to start following. And, um, he also had his tongue split. This guy is a fun guy to be around. You want to party with him, Anthony Lafredo. You want to man. Do you want to have fun with him? So he had all this creative work done. And now he struggles to speak after the lip removal operation. <laughs> you keep removing parts, dude. No wonder you can't speak. What are you doing? So now he said that he dreams. This was, I mean, who, uh, you love dreams and you want to be able to dream in your life. And this is what Anthony dreams of now. He dreams of removing his skin and replacing it with metal. And he wants to modify his arms, legs, fingers, and the back of his head. So, I mean, this is the guy that you want to hang out with, right? I mean, Anthony Lafredo is the guy. He is the guy you want to hang out with. Wow. Wow, wow, wow. From a very young age, I have been passionate about mutations and transformations of the human body. You know, I had a click when I was a security guard. I realized that I was not living my life the way I wanted. I stopped everything and I left for Australia. He was only 24 at the time. I love getting into shoes of a scary character. I often settle down somewhere and play a role. 
especially at night in the dark streets. Oh, oh my gosh, I explore the contrast between the role I play and myself. <laughs> so it's so much fun. Like I get to I get to play this role of this really bad person and do really bad things. And then I get to explore the contrast between doing bad things and myself. So it's almost like I'm I'm seeing someone else do it because I really am seeing someone else do it. <laughs> okay. Okay, Anthony. Uh, maybe just a little help. Maybe. You know, maybe. But I am going to start following the Black Alien Project on Instagram because, I mean, if he's going to go off the deep end, I might as well watch it. All right, let's go to the break room. <laughs> Definitely need something to drink after Anthony, man. Oh, so good. I cannot wait to have dreams like Anthony. Man, if I could just dream about... I can honestly say I have never... Not once. Not once that I remember. Now, I'll tell you, just a lot of people have dreams all the time they don't remember. So the dreams that I remember, I've never dreamt about removing my skin and replacing it with metal or modifying. Well, I may have, may have dreamt about modifying body parts, but that's another story, really. That's the thing. Yeah, that's another story, Jeff. Okay. Don't worry about modifying body parts. Anyway, uh, Anthony, man, I want you and me together. <laughs> Forget about it. We are partying, baby. We are partying. Wow. Hey, uh, <laughs> just a reminder, uh, how about subscribing to this podcast? If you're listening right now and you're not a subscriber, tell your friends, tell your neighbors, tell your wife, tell your husband, tell your kids. Subscribe to Chewing the Fat with Jeff Fisher, okay? Now, whatever you're listening to it on now, you can choose to subscribe on that particular platform or you can choose another. (laughs) It's up to you. (laughs) We still have that choice in life so far. So you could choose iTunes or iHeartRadio, Stitcher, Spotify, or if you're using a different one now, you could choose to subscribe on that as well. But while it is a choice, it isn't a choice because you just got to go ahead and subscribe. Okay, it's that simple. Just subscribe to Chewing the Fat. And then you're good. And then you're good. So you've had freedom of choice. Just subscribe to the podcast. And tell your friends, tell your neighbors. And don't forget, once you're a subscriber, I don't mind that you listen to other shows. Because of course you're going to listen to other shows. Duh, we all do. I get it. But when you have your headphones on and somebody says, hey, what are you listening to? It's a, it's a rule. You have to say Chewing the Fat with Jeff Fisher. You have to. It's a rule. You know, I mean, even if you're not, it's okay that you're not. I appreciate, I appreciate you listening to other things and a bunch of other things. That's important. More voices, not less. That's what Blaze TV is. That's what Blaze Podcast Network is. More voices, not less. It's more important than ever. In fact, if you want to subscribe to Blaze TV, just go to blazetv.com slash Jeffy, J-E-F-F-Y, and you get 30 bucks off for a year. Hello, you're welcome. I mean, I give and I give and I give. And that's one of the reasons why Chewing the Fat is a free podcast. Because the people who are subscribing to Blaze TV help keep this show free. Anyway, blazetv.com slash Jeffy. But back to the rule. All right. As long as you have your headphones on and somebody says, hey, what are you listening to? Your answer must be 
chewing the fat with Jeff Fisher. It's a rule. You have to live by the rules. That's part of living in a free and just society is living by the rules. And one of them is always saying you're listening to chewing the fat when asked, what are you listening to? It's a rule. And speaking of rules, (laughs) you do not want to mess with the Royals. And when you think about the Royals, I know you're thinking that I'm going to go talk about the Royals in London, but no. I'm talking about the Royals in Thailand. The king of Thailand. Uh, Sure, they're protesting in Bangkok. Sure. So what? Just another protest place around the world. We can't have areas around the world without protests. Okay, it's 2021. Don't you know that? So the king just puts up with it. But the king of Thailand has been accused of breaking his sister's ankles. (laughs) It's not funny. It's not funny at all. Man, it's not funny at all. So the king is alleged to have attacked his sister after she was knocked over by his dogs. And so he either jumped on her legs and beat her with a cane, but she confronted him over his plans to make his official consort a second queen. Oh my gosh. You cannot do that. Well, he did. Because then the news comes out that he makes his consort a second queen. So it's already happened. I mean, it's happened now. But the story about him, you know, hurting his sister is a couple days old now. But the latest story is that he made his consort the second queen. Yeah. If he beat his sister and broke her ankles, he's making the consort his second queen. Got it? Now, his name, the king of Thailand, is Maha V-A-J-I-R-A-L-O-N-G-K-O-R-N. Watch your all on con. Exactly. He's the king of Thailand. Maha. Watch your all on con. Exactly. Now, he is, he's the king. You can't be messing with the king. (laughs) Right? All right. So, apparently, um, the king, Maha. Watch your all on con. uh, Is you know, was all ready to elevate the consort and who I guess was in jail for a while. They sent her away. I don't know. Anyway, this furious fight erupted during a meeting. She was knocked over by one of the dogs. Yeah. You don't be messy. Start yelling around King. Watch your all on con. And man, the dogs will, (laughs) the dogs will protect. That's what they're there for. So while she's laying on the ground after the dog knocked her over, uh, he stomps on her ankles or struck them with a cane and he shatters both of them because she's in the hospital. Now, she went under operations for both ankles. She's not going to walk for quite some time. Think about it. Both ankles broken? Woof. You do not, you know, that's a phrase. I think today's show should be titled Woof because there's been a number of Woof. So I don't know if it's Oof or Woof, but either one, Woof. You don't know. Woof. It's more of a Oof. Uh, you don't want none of that. So you don't want to be messing with King Maha. King Maha. Watch your all on con. Thank you. Wow. You push the button. You expect it to work. You could quote me on that, by the way. So the 68-year-old king, uh, you don't be messing with him. Okay. So he and the other queen have been fighting because he's bringing in the the. Uh, the younger one. He divorced his third wife in 2014. He married this wife in 2019, just before his coronation. 
And uh, the relationship, remember the leaked video of her feeding birthday cake to his poodle while she wore a G-string? Now that's when you know you're the king. Put your G-string on, take your clothes off, feed birthday cake to my damn poodle because the other dogs will knock you over if you don't. I am king. Watch your all on con. And you do not mess with me, okay? <laughs> oh, you do not want to mess with the king of Thailand, man. And demonstrators are pissed. They're taken to the streets. The, uh, the ultra-rich royal family has had uh, student protesters and the establishment uh, rallies against the establishment is going on. Oh, yeah. So good luck. God bless to the king of Thailand because sooner or later, it's very possible. I know you've got your 38 jets and your helicopters and all your mansions and all your money and your foo-foo poodles and your consorts and your dogs and you believe that you are, you know, the almighty king. Watch your all on con. But sooner or later, they come and get you, my friend. Sooner or later, they come and get you and we'll be hearing about the sad, the sad termination of king. Watch your all on con. And then we'll all have to be sad and hope we're not a consort. Okay, can we can we stop with the madness? And no, I'm not talking about kings beating their queens and <laughs> marrying new consorts for new queens. Now, we're not going to stop that. That's that's fine. What I'm talking about is this mask thing. Really. I mean, we have professors telling us now that even if you're out for a jog with no one around, you should wear a two or three layer cloth mask. Okay, stop it. We were told and we know that being outside, getting fresh air, getting vitamin D and breathing, um, you know, is good for you. Not wearing a mask. Okay. If no one is around, there's no sense in the mask. Okay. I, yesterday, I mean, it's just insane. And I don't care that you wear the mask. I really don't. I really don't. If you want to wear the mask, wear the mask. Bless your heart. Bless your heart. And I do. I buckle down. I wear the mask where I have to. Well, you have to. That's because you're forced to. Yes. I want to do business in a place that makes me wear a mask. So I wear a mask. I don't like it. It drives me insane. The one mask that I wear, and I forget. So I wear it and it makes me sweat even more because I'm breathing into the mask. It just drives me insane. So, and people don't wear them right. The major, I mean, I, I guess the majority of people do, but there's so many people I see that wear them wrong. They touch their face. They touch the stuff. I just, it, and it's hard not to. If you're out with the mask and you're sweating and you're out shopping and you're, you know, you're touching the shopping cart, it doesn't matter if you've wiped it down. You've still touched stuff on the shelf and then you, you put your hands back on the cart. So, I mean, you're still creating transfer of germs. That's what happens in life. And so it's tough not to, you know, wipe your face and take your mask off and wipe your face. I get it. But so can we just stop? All right. If you want to wear a mask, wear a mask. That's fine. It's good for you. But I was driving, when I was driving home the other day, I stopped at a corner and I wish I, I couldn't get a shot fast enough because the light turned green and I was so angry. 
because I'm usually really good about taking pictures in my car because I do the license plate thing. And, uh, you know, I mean, I'm pretty good about taking pictures driving. You know, when, when I'm stopped, I would never take a picture while driving. That would be illegal. Anyway, uh, but I'm stopped at a red light and I'm just, you know, I'm drinking my water. And I look to my right and there is a guy in his truck. He's got his window closed. All right. He's got the mask pulled down underneath his chin. So it's still hooked up to his ears, but it's hanging down underneath his chin. All right. And he's got a cigarette in his right hand. Now, A, I don't want to be in that truck, man. That truck smells like a cigarette, a bad burned smoked cigarette. But the windows weren't open, but he's got his mask on so that he can, you know, get in and out and do whatever he's got to do. I will give him this. He didn't have it over his mouth, all right? But he did have it pulled down below his chin. And I'm shaking my head at this guy. I'm trying to get my phone. The light turns green. I'm trying to get up to him. And I can't get up to him to the side to take a picture of him. And it was the perfect shot as we were at the red light. Because the way he was holding the cigarette and he was sitting, was perfect. I didn't get it. So then I looked to my left. And there's a lady in her car with a mask on. And as I'm going through the intersection, I'm shaking my head going, take your mask off. What are you doing? And there's a lady in a car getting ready to make a right in the turn lane coming onto the road that I'm on. She's obviously stopped. And I, as I pass her, she's got her mask on. And I thought, we have to stop this madness right now. We have to stop this madness. How are you? I, I mean, I, really, I seriously do not understand the thinking of I'm going to wear this mask inside my car alone and not take it off. What are you wearing it for? You can't breathe. I don't understand. It can't be good for us. It just can't be to always be wearing masks, something that is covering up our breathing. Just can't be. Not unless you've got your helmet on. Your my my theory about all wearing helmets and we're breathing oxygen, right? We're breathing fresh air. But again, you're still breathing fresh air. You're not blocking. You don't have something completely over your face. I mean, it's just and I don't know if it's two layers or three layers now. I'm supposed to wear I'm supposed to if it's not the N95s, and it's not supposed to have three layers. You're supposed to have a a medical one and a cloth one, or is it the cloth one and the medical one? It's the medical then the cloth. And I guess three is better than two. We found out on some shows that you know ten is better than five. Sideways is good. I just the mask madness is starting to be frustrating and you're going to say starting to be frustrating it's been frustrating i know i know it has and i'm okay with wearing the mask i just don't understand why it's become such a thing i mean i know why it's become such a thing it's because our new administration is really pushing it and here in the next mark my words here in the next month another 30 days tops we're going to talk, maybe in a couple of weeks, we'll hear about the, it looks as though the numbers are starting to turn around a little bit. And then in 30 days, you're going to hear how those numbers have turned around. We're getting more vaccinations out there. More people are wearing masks. We're getting, we're getting less people contracting the virus. The numbers are starting to turn around. So the 
draconian measures from this administration will say, hey, they work. And because of that, they'll continue their their message and their measures and their mandates and we'll never get out of it. Sure, you can go to the restaurant as long as you're wearing your mask. Have you been vaccinated? Sure, you can fly if you've been vaccinated. You don't have a weapon on you, do you? Oh my gosh, no. If you have a weapon and you have not been vaccinated, you're not flying. In fact, we're going to be you're going to be lucky to be walking across the country. Because <laughs> if somebody stops you, if you're walking outside and you don't have a mask and you haven't been vaccinated and you're carrying a weapon that you have legally registered, there's going to be a problem. But I have, it's legally, I don't care. You're walking outside without a mask. You're doing something wrong. You're doing something to get some mandate somewhere and you're going down for it, my friends. You're going down for it. And they're already started. They're all, they've already started. There are certain areas you're not gonna, you can't fly to or from with a weapon. Certain areas, they're already whispering. They're whispering the facts that, you know, uh, maybe we should test everybody that's flying. And unless you get a negative test, you can't fly. Um, you know, that's probably a pretty good idea. I mean, look, it'd just be mandatory COVID-19 testing before domestic travel. That's all. We're not saying you can't travel from state to state or fly anywhere in the U.S. Sure, you can do that. You just have to follow under these regulations. It's coming, my friends. (laughs) It is coming. And we are close, close when that happens. We're going to be even closer to finding it more and more difficult to travel state to state without your papers. Because you're going to need to prove that you've had the vaccination and you've tested negative for COVID-19 in the last so many days. Otherwise, you shouldn't be traveling. You can Sure, you can travel. <laughs> Just prove that you've tested negative in the last seven days and prove that you've had the vaccine and and everyone in your car needs the same. I mean, everybody's got their papers. Everyone has their papers. Yeah. You have your papers. It's coming. It's coming. And another way you know it's coming is because you feel okay with the restrictions being added to travelers coming into the country. You're saying, well, yeah, um, you know, if you come to this country from Europe, Brazil, South Africa, uh, inter- any international, uh, any international travelers, uh, they're going to have to show a negative COVID-19 test to enter the U.S. And you think, well, yeah, I'm okay with that. I mean, that's for our safety and it's all good because we've got, well, we've got the B117, the U.K. variant. We've got the B1351 variant, the South Africa variant. We have the P1, the Brazil variant. How come we're calling them these country variants? I thought I thought we could we couldn't we can't call it the China virus anymore, but we can call it the UK variant and the South Africa variant and the Brazil variant. Okay, never mind. I just <laughs> I know I'm sorry. <laughs> I'm just asking stupid questions. I apologize, but 
anyway back to the the testing you know we say we're okay and, and biden even signed his executive order right saying uh the uh, the travel restrictions and you've got to have a negative COVID 19 test to enter the country and you've kind of feel like well yeah that's right you should have to have that and that's what's going to happen here in the u.s uh they're saying you know well you know really if uh, we're not saying you can't travel the country you just have to be able to show that you've had a negative 19 a negative COVID 19 test and uh, the dominoes are falling for that <laughs> the dominoes are falling for that that is for sure and as long as we're mentioning executive orders being signed by joe biden our president uh he signed an executive order uh calling on the justice department to not renew contracts with private prisons He said this move would stop companies from profiting off of those incarcerated with hopes to decrease incarcerations. Uh That's going to let them out. The Obama administration uh, announced similar plans back in 2016 and Trump reversed that decision. But uh, Biden quickly is anything that Trump did, he can undo. That's his plan. It's not anything Trump could do, I could do better, although that probably is his song as well. That's anything Trump can do, I can undo, uh, is the mantra from this president. Uh, also, it doesn't apply to ICE detention centers. So never mind that, uh, you know, don't worry about those ICE detention centers. They don't count. <laughs> although they make up a significant portion of the private prisons and uh, they, you know, rake in billions of dollars a year so it wouldn't surprise me if the ice detention centers were big donors to the biden campaign it's just a thought i don't know i don't have any proof of that (laughs) uh you know it's just a thought i'm just thinking out loud so but if you're going to close down these prisons man wow uh i don't you know good luck god bless oh jeff it's the private prisons they're making money off okay all right so then what then what we still have criminals we still have criminals doing bad things are we building new federal prisons so that the government pays for it oh yeah that'll be fun because we're not paying for anything now the government is just print those printing machines are smoking and been shut off for a long time and they're still working overtime. And uh, I got news for you. Uh, a lot of people, I know there's some, you know, prison reforms going on and some prisoner reforms going on, and some of it is good. I agree. But there's still plenty of bad people out there doing bad things that need to be in prison. And we seem to be letting them go. I see stories all the time where we're letting them out because of COVID. But Lori Laughlin's husband, who is in jail for what? Spending money to get his kid in college for the Operation Varsity Blues. I should use the... No, I don't want to do that because I'll do Operation Varsity Blues tomorrow because there's stores there. But, but he's still there. They won't let him out. But we're going to close down the others and let those out? Okay, great. And just a reminder, Saturday, this past Saturday, I did a podcast called Federal Executions and the Crimes They Committed. 
because we were making such a big deal, which Joe Biden is going to stop as the federal executions. I just wanted to remind everyone what these people did to get on death row. <laughs> so I, they're not good people. They're not good people. So just go back. When, you, when you're thinking about uh, closing down prisons and letting prisoners out, uh, just remind yourself, you know, there might be a reason they're in prison. And like I said, I know there's a number of people that are in prison that don't deserve to be there. And I know there are a number of people who are in prison because of faulty laws without common sense. I, I get it. I get it. But for the most part, people, especially death row, uh, they're there for a reason. Okay. <laughs> yeah. They're there for a reason. And I don't know that just, ah, we're not going to renew the contract. Ah, you prisons, don't worry about it. We're going to shut you down. Well, what about the prisoners? Ah, let them go. You'll be fine. Don't worry about it. Just let them go. Oh, oh, okay. No, 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 no problem. No problem. What about all the people that work for the prisons and all the companies that provide things for the prisons that the private companies pay for out of their contracts that they have with the government? Nah, don't worry about them. They're fine. They can go find other work somewhere else. They can make solar panels somewhere. Oh, okay. All right, good. Let's, let's do that then. Sounds like a, sounds like a fun time. It sounds like a fun time coming. (laughs) 